0: All right here yeah. we go. On the line today, we have a very talented, very lovely yearbook creator, art teacher, the amazing artist, Ms. Jersich. How are you doing, Ms. Jersich?
1: I'm good. Thank you so much for that intro, Mr. Fong. You are equally as talented.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Not as much as you.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so how have things been for you?
1: Uh things have been okay. Um it's definitely been an adjustment. But um I think after about 3 or so weeks of um being at home and self-isolating and teaching from home, I feel like I'm starting to get the hang of it and starting to get into my own in terms of my routine and things I want to get done. So it's been okay.
0: Yeah, sometimes it seems like it flew by, but you know sometimes it seems like it's taking forever
1: yeah yeah some days are like better than others but for the most part um it's good to have a routine and some consistency unless something happens
0: (laughs) yeah so it sounds like you're into a kind of a new routine then like just like school like before the shutdown
1: yeah um
0: what do you do on a typical day then
1: Well, a typical day would be um, usually the weekdays are a little bit more productive than the weekend, but I wake up and it's, you know, 7 a.m., maybe a little bit later than I'm used to, which is nice. And uh, I'll just get things ready, have breakfast, uh, do some yoga, and look at my emails. That's a big part of my day is looking at emails, posting on Google Classroom, making an announcement seeing if anyone has questions. So that's that takes up uh, sort of a spotty segment of my days. And uh, the rest of the time, I just um, paint. Um, I listen to the news, but I try not to listen too much. It's usually like right in the morning and later in the afternoon. And then uh, during the day, I, I do quite a bit of painting and creative creative things. And baking, for sure. That's a big one.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. It sounds like you're spending your time like meditating and uh calming your mind as well as uh doing all that work for school.
1: Yeah, it's um it's definitely a lot more peaceful. It's a lot more quiet. I think initially it um it really bothered me because I wasn't really out in the world and um I felt like I wasn't really contributing to society. I was just kind of staying in and not doing much. Um, but now that you know, I've started the online teaching and have been connecting with my students in a different way. Um, I feel like you know, it's it's something I like. I can accept for now, um, and I hope you know the momentum keeps up. I've been doing some like instruction on youtube which is different so it's kind of like talking to myself but not really
0: <laughs> yeah it's really weird when you know you don't have an audience right like you're performing but there's nobody there it's very bizarre
1: yeah but they're but the students like they do uh you know they they go on the the link and i'm hoping they listen <laughs> I'm hoping they can gauge what I'm trying to get at in terms of the instruction.
0: Um, yeah. So it's it, tough it is different for the now. students too. Yeah. It's tough for the students too. I think, you know, they're used to, you know, getting your instruction and if they want to ask you a question directly, they could, whereas under this setup, yeah. they're just kind of very passive, right? Yeah. And the energy too, I think that, you know in school it it's it's so busy right you're nonstop nonstop all the time that's right but but now you're just kind of stagnant and and kind of stuck but meanwhile you have like this stress over you right it's yeah it's a and very tough time
1: i think for a lot of students too they're so used to being in the classroom being with their peers getting their questions answered immediately Whereas now they're, they're adjusting too. So they're trying to be independent learners and trying to advocate at the same time. Um, and hopefully, you know, building up some kind of routine. Um, but I'm sure, um, you know, it's also a challenge for the students. So hopefully we can somehow get them and navigate them through that. Um, it's really important, I think, to connect in some way with all of them. Um, so I've been calling home a lot and uh just checking in if they haven't submitted work, whereas in the classroom it's more like, hey, where's your work? Or, you know, maybe they had it in their school bag or they forgot it at home. So it's hard for me not to have those answers too, is you know, just wanting to know what they're up to and how they're doing.
0: Yeah, sometimes it feels like you are talking into a void. That's what it feels like for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I put it out there and I don't know if the students are working on it. Mm. It's the immediate feedback isn't there, and I, you know, just check Google Classroom, and then I see that number change. Oh, somebody turned something in.
1: Yeah, and it's and exciting like, oh, okay, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just the the, the little mm. notification, right? Yeah, it's just like wow, somebody did the work. That's awesome.
1: You you but know what I, I found the, though? Um, yeah. The shorter my my videos are, the better. Because if they're too long, they won't watch. All, they won't watch it to the end.
0: <laughs> I have a theory about that. But how long are your videos?
1: Well, initially, um, my first one was like with all of the clips combined, it was like half an hour. So now I'm keeping them to five minutes. <laughs> because yes, then yes. they ask I... the questions, right? The the questions come in, and not all of them have watched the the end clip or. Because, you know, as teachers, you know this, uh, Mr. Fong, we we like to talk a lot, right? So it's weird not talking to them directly and seeing how they respond. So I think in the beginning, I would just talk, talk. And now I kind of know what I need to relay. It's a communication thing for sure.
0: Yes, I try to keep my videos from more than 10 minutes, like 5 to 10 is my goal. Mm -hmm. And then I end up having to learn to um edit them and 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 clip them down Mm -hmm. so it's it's tough it because we repeat ourselves a lot too right when there's like an important point i know i do that in class yeah i say it two or three times to make sure it sticks because sometimes the students could be the student could be like daydreaming or whatever so then if i have something that's important i would emphasize it two or three times but if you do that in a video all of a sudden it's like 20 minutes
1: yeah and and it's it's important to get all of the like information like to have it very succinct and to use a tone that's assertive but like not too um, like monotone like I try to emphasize certain words. Um, yeah, it's it's very different.
0: We're beginners. I mean, you got to let yourself you know make some mistakes. Yeah. And learn from them, right? I we're like literally. A month into this, I feel like I'm in teachers' college again, don't you?
1: I feel like I'm in high school, actually,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. everything it's it's all crazy, but so it yeah, you should give yourself some leeway. It's not you know it doesn't it, it's not going to be perfect,
1: but Mr. Fong, I have a question for you actually. Have you yeah, go con- ahead. Have you considered like making your own YouTube channel where? You kind of um you know explore that avenue and, and introduce like scientific you know experiments and principles with not just your students but the general public.
0: Um I do have a channel, but most of the stuff is unlisted, mm. so it, so I guess it would be no, I have thought of it, but
1: yeah,
0: I don't know. I've never thought to open it up to the general public. I don't see uh, a real reason to.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I know a number of students. Um, I don't know if you remember uh, Stephen Van. He graduated last year.
0: That's my main man, Stephen Van. Yeah, Yeah,
1: he has a YouTube channel, and he does a lot of, like, tutorials on, like, digital digital media, Photoshop, things like that. Um, oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I've he, seen a couple of clips, yeah. yeah he, He's big he time. What are talking about? He's subscribers. big time.
1: Yeah, a lot of subscribers and, and income. Like, it's... Um, it's another outlet like financially too so well
0: oh, i leave that i'll leave that to the pros i don't <laughs> think <laughs> I, i'll leave, i'll leave that to the to the young ones like uh, like steven i think i'm just going to use it as a tool yeah i'm not i don't see any way that i would uh, generate income from uh, my little silliness
1: yeah well i can make it. Get- r- go ahead
0: have it for for just my students and it just takes so much time right like
1: yeah it's, as, as it's teachers for, too like we're so um diligent like we have to plan I think it would be stressful to get everything oh, yeah. ready yeah it does now like in terms of the the YouTube like instruction is just getting getting my head around it and getting things prepared
0: for sure for sure
1: yeah but I might do like a baking channel. Like I can make really good crepes, Croatian crepes. That's something I'm considering.
0: <laughs> you should do it. Go for it.
1: I don't and, know.
0: Uh, this, yeah, have guest tasters, you know, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, once this all ends, maybe I'll have people over and and uh, have a more interactive type of thing with with guests and things like that.
0: Yeah, speaking of uh, ones it all ends, what is the one thing you uh, most look forward to when uh, this COVID thing uh, kind of dies down?
1: Um, well, the biggest is obviously seeing everyone. Like, I feel like um, it's it's nice to be able to connect with people in a different way, like through video conferencing and, and things like that. But I just want to have that, human contact, like I would love to hug my grandmother, um, because it's really hard for her now. And uh, that's, that's, that's the biggest thing is just being in close proximity with people and interacting with with people.
0: Yeah, it's a tough time for many of our elderly population as well, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Um, Yeah, it's tough for them especially um especially like people who live on their own um for me like I I'm okay with it I am not too um antsy like I've I've gotten used to it but for the elderly like they need more of that support um so yeah we'll see uh hopefully it will end sooner than later this whole COVID thing
0: well, thank you so much for your time, Mr. Such. We'll uh definitely have a longer conversation later on.
1: Anytime, Mr. Phong. Thank you so much for you, having uh, me.
0: Yeah, stay healthy and uh I hope I'll see you soon.
1: Same to you. Keep uh keep podcasting. You're doing a great job.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh I do this for the students, you know, hopefully they'll listen to your voices and you know actually miss school
1: (laughs) i'm i'm sure they already do and we miss them and uh hopefully we'll see everyone
0: okay i'll talk to you later all right
1: thank you bye-bye